This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Gary, thanks for being on Creator Lab. I appreciate it. We first spoke about nine years ago, pre-Crush It, if I've got my timing correct. Um, and we, this was when you used to reply to everyone over email before yes. it was ridiculously unmanageable. Yes. Um, so it's been amazing uh, to finally meet you in person, man. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. That's really lovely. Thank you so, so much. Everybody listening, I'm thrilled to be on. You create so much content yes. and you talk about all sorts of stuff. So yes. if I'm honest, I was struggling when I was trying to think about what to actually speak about. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you, you, in, in, a, in, a, in a game of trying to get into some insights that I haven't shared before, yeah. it's tricky. It is. Yes, respect. I'm, a, I'm curious to see how you're about to do. Yeah, well, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's well, do I it. wanted to start off. Well, let's go back a little bit. Yes. So this is the a few pictures, and you can't see on the podcast, obviously. Yes. But uh, I'm sure if we got this on video, you'll be able to see it, and I'll post it on the site yes. too. Yes. So uh, just take me back. This is uh, a this couple is, pictures from yeah, back in the day. This is These are my two heroes, my mom and dad. You know, uh, dad, you know, it's fun to see this picture with my dad for a couple reasons. One, I'm wearing wearing a Yankees sweatshirt. The New York Yankees won the World Series in 1996 when I was 21. And when they won, I stopped liking them. The same thing I did with the Rangers when I was 18. So anybody who follows me knows my love affair with the New York Jets. It's tough to talk about the Knicks, but I love them as well. Uh, it's, so it, A, it's fun to see that how much I used to love the Yankees. They were my favorite team. B, it's really fun because I don't have a lot of pictures with my dad at this age. My dad worked all the time, mm. and I mean all the time. So I look fondly at these pictures. He caught some big fish these days. Um, <laughs> and uh, and it's really, really cool. And he taught me work ethic and my word and things of that nature. And underneath um, a picture of me and my mom, uh, my mom is so the bedrock. You know, I have a lot of uh, her personality, mm. uh, a lot of things that I think have allowed me to be on this podcast today or people to care about what I have to say has to do with my mom. Um, and uh, you know, I spent every day of my life with her. Uh, we didn't travel that much, I didn't travel, I didn't go to sleepaway camp. Like I spent yeah. every day of my life with her for the first 18 years of my life. I love her tremendously. She's uh, instrumental in the confidence and bravado that I have, <laughs> but she's equally uh, instrumental in the uh, humility and kindness um, and the things that I think make me palpable. <laughs> you know, to be very frank, because I yeah. do have a lot of gusto and energy and belief and, you know, cockiness and bravado. And so I'm, um, I cherish my mother. Yeah. I'm curious to hear, I mean, how old do you think you are in that picture, the first one? Uh, in the first one, I have a very good read on this. I am probably nine years old there. So that was bef that was post lemonade stand. This is post lemonade stand. So stands. what about before that? I mean, I know that's super young. You might not remember much, but yeah. what have people told you? Were you always like the I was same way you are now? I, my mom has a good story. Yeah, so that's a very yeah. good question to start getting some stuff out of me. <laughs> I got a story that I don't think even D Rock knows. Uh, when I when we first moved to America in Queens, one of the things my mom always told me as a kid was, I'm three and a half, four years old. We would go outside and all the kind of 80 year old Russian old men would sit kind of on the benches mm. and play chess and drink vodka and just kind of bullshit. Yeah. And I would come and just hold court, like roll <laughs> up on them and like do a meetup, you know, like yeah. just like entertain them. Uh, the way my mom tells the story is I would say, hey Vladzik, kakchila, you know, I would like talk to them in their, I would call them by their first name and mm. be like, yo bro, what's up? As a four year old. Yeah. So, you know, the it, I wasn't selling when I was four and five or so, uh, but I was definitely trying and yearning for attention. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I do that today. 
that's still there. Yeah, I think I think I trade attention. I want attention because mm. a I like the feeling. B I know what to do with it. C I think I'm coming from a good place. Like I, you know, I one of the big reasons I create so much content yeah. is I just prefer them watch me versus all these hucksters out there that I know yeah. are completely full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like. You know, so yes, that, you know, selling is about attention. Yeah. You can't sell somebody something until you have their attention, mm. whether that's charity water and a donation or whether yeah. that's a pair of sneakers or a bottle of wine or a book or, and so attention is the asset that you must fight for uh, to even have a prayer uh, of pulling off a sale. Um, I'm going to show you exhibit B yes. as well. This is one of your Instagram posts. Um around luck and you've talked a lot about luck and uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth but could you just uh, share for people who might not have heard your opinions on quote-unquote luck or, yeah. or seeing this Instagram post in particular so the, the post says keep that luck shit in your pocket yeah so here's my thing do I believe in luck yes I do actually ironically given that statement and what I mean by luck is it's less about luck and it's more about do I believe there are tons of things that happen that are not in your control? Yes. Yeah. I was born in the Soviet Union. Did I sneak out of Soviet Russia? No. Russia made a trade with America and Israel to let some Jews out of Russia yeah. and I was part of that and I was born 20 years after my parents, so I didn't have to live my first 25 years, 22 yeah. years in Russia. Yeah. I got to live only three years there, and that was lucky. Yeah. But a lot of people left Russia mm. then that <laughs> haven't achieved what I've had yeah. uh, or did what we did. And so, to me, the big thing with that Instagram post and the way I described it and the way I talk about it is whether it's luck, yeah. whether it's child abuse, whether it's alcoholism, mm. whether it's being born into a rich parent, whether it's being gorgeous, yeah. whether it's being able to sing, everybody has all these things that they talk about to why yes or why not something has happened. Yeah. I am just trying to eliminate excuses. Yeah. Like, I don't think you can win in your life if you say, well, Gary, got lucky his dad had a liquor store and he gave him a liquor store. Yeah. Because what you don't realize is he didn't, I didn't get the liquor store, I don't own the liquor store, I built my dad's liquor store for him and gave up the first 12, 13 years of my career. Yeah. Like, you don't know somebody else's truths. I just think that there's a bunch of complaining and loser mentality out yeah. there and I'm trying to eliminate it because it's uh, the only prayer you have to be successful. Do you know how many winners I've heard talk about luck? Yeah. None. And I mean about yeah. other people. It's very easy to defend yourself against luck. Yeah. I'm not lucky I worked my ass off. Cool, cool, cool. Mm. No, no. I mean, do you know how many winners yeah. I know that talk about somebody else's luck? None. Goose egg. In this same vein, um, I've heard you mention you had two out of your closest six friends, I think, uh, from high school. You'd mentioned they got in trouble in the wrong crowd. and I think College. College, sorry. And you said two of them have... Uh, potentially in jail exactly for life or for something life. for life yes so in in that scenario uh this yeah. is getting a little bit no, it's out okay. there but Please. it's good to talk about um, sure you're on a quest to find new shit yeah. you're you're impressing me early yeah. so i'm excited go ahead you know in that scenario some of those people are in situations where if you've done well for yourself and you've made the most of your situation 
that's phenomenal. But on the flip side, where someone is in a terrible position, maybe that wasn't necessarily all their fault. A hundred percent. Dude, my, like, do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. I don't know if I, I actually am going to say something pretty crazy. Yeah. I take no credit for my success. Mm. I think I'm a product of my parents and my environment. Yeah. Like, it's really, like, what? What can I say that wasn't the fact that my mom and dad had sex to make me? What, I'm charismatic? Yeah. Sounds like them to me. Yeah, it is. What? I have work ethic, taught behavior. My parents worked their fucking faces off. Mm. Like, what What do I have? Like, I don't know. Like, it's easy for me to stay grounded in mm. the same way that my friend Chris Stokes, who's in jail for the rest of his life, yeah. grew up in a shitty place in New Jersey, yeah. fucking grew up in the ghetto, mm. fucking had a tough parent situation, yeah. fucking stole my Sega Genesis to pay for an abortion, like, oh, wow. and he was my boy. Yeah. That was the animal that he was. Mm. That was the environment he came from. So I get it, mm. sure. Why do you think, why do you think I don't think, why do you think I, why do you think this is all happening? Mm. I actually take zero credit. When I brag about myself, <laughs> I'm trying to put my parents on. I'm yeah. trying to put America on. I'm trying to put New Jersey on. Mm. I got you. You know? Yeah. So hell yeah, I'm totally with you. Mm. I think about it every day. It's why I don't, it's why I'm not fancy. Now, the, yeah. I love the game. Yeah. So I, you know, you know who I am? I'm like a trash talker in basketball, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, like I know I play, you guys, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> I, right. I trash talk in basketball and I live my life that way. Like I'm competitive. Like yeah. I want to tell I'm telling everybody on my vlog right now looking right at you YouTube, I'm going to beat you. And you know what just happened, right? Yeah. Like hundreds of people watching my vlog are like, "Fuck this," and just stopped playing that video. I'm not in this for me to get more numbers or more mm. that. I'm going to get mine. I my man, I won before I ever started the journey of this Gary Vee thing. Yeah. I'd already been successful from the business side. Yeah. This is now about legacy. Mm. When I tell you getting the 40 to 700 emails I get each week of I was homeless, I was abused, mm. I was spoiled, rich kid, whatever it starts with, yeah. it ends with I'm happy, I'm winning mm. because of something you said. Because of one snap, because of one moment, because of one time you yelled at me at camp, like that's amazing. Yeah, and that's you can't replace that. And you that's can't right. Put and money so, on that. And so for me, I think I've been doing it right because I'm kind of doing the selfish and selfless thing in parallel. Not uh, uh, that works for me. In that same vein, you kind of brought you mentioned success. Yeah, um, and you mentioned kind of long-term legacy yes so if today was your last thursday yeah and you looked ahead until next week and you yeah. knew thursday was the end yeah what would you do differently in the next week the would only thing i would 100 percent still do yeah is watch the new york jets game this sunday <laughs> that is 100 percent. yeah uh <laughs> what would i do? i mean i would i would i would walk out of this room right now yeah and go spend every minute with those 11 people right your my, my parents, kids and your parents, my yeah. kids, my brother, my sister, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, Brandon Warnicky, my best friend. You know, like not super complicated. Yeah, you know, pretty simple. So if the, if that's I probably I uh, that's not true. I'm lying. Yeah. I would do that, and I would call D Rock <laughs> to come over, <laughs> come and, take and I would try to produce a piece of. Co I'd be like, mm. I would definitely try to produce a piece of content. Yeah, that got one quadrillion views. Yeah. of like my last manifesto. I'd be like, listen, this is it. Like, fuck, like, it's, it's like, it really makes no sense. I had so much more to give. Yeah. So let me try to take that 50 years and put it into the next 15 minutes. And and the reason I ask that is because I feel like that's a, a, an amazing mental exercise 
I do it every day. You do it every day? I do it every day. But then if that's the case, then why don't you just go and spend the rest of your time with your kids um, and your wife and your parents? Be because you can, you can trick yourself tremendously. Yeah. But the truth is you can never get to the complete reality of something because there's a part of your brain and soul that's saying, no, no, you're actually gonna be alive tomorrow. Like, you know, like, like, like the, the answer is because it would be boring. Like, like it, it's a very interesting thing, right? Like the, it's really super interesting because my kids need to go to school tomorrow because my wife doesn't want me in the house all day. Like yeah, it's kind of yeah. like this funny yeah. thing, right? Like, because if you're not actually dying on Thursday, yeah. well then that's you not- You can't live like that's, that's, that's actually gonna be the case. You can only live in the reality of the situation. This is the thing I spend all my time with all my executives and all my homies. Like yeah. you can talk about theory all you want. Yeah. Let's fucking execute in reality. Yeah. Like something's subjective and something's not. Here's what's subjective. If people like this next 30 minutes, yeah. here's what's not subjective. It was 30 minutes. Mm. And like I trade on what's black and white mm. and I accept what's gray. Mm. I'm just having a little <laughs> think about that. Because <laughs> it's, uh, it's such a hard, uh, I've had two extremes on my podcast. I've had someone say, I want to live to 100, yes. and I, I plan to live to 100. Yes. And I've had someone else say, I don't know if I'll be there at 100. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Therefore, today what I'm doing is based on that. And I don't think either is right or wrong, of yeah, course. Yeah, but I, and think, two I think the pers first person's telling the truth more. I yeah. mean, to your point, yeah. and I don't want to call the person out, Yeah. <laughs> it's just awfully hard for anybody to truly act. You have people mm. who are diagnosed with terminal disease, yeah. are told that they have 30 days to live and don't do the things that we all say we're gonna do mm. because they still have hope. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't know, like, it's just a very fascinating conversation. Yeah. Um, no, definitely, man. I think we could talk for two hours about it. So we'll uh, I, 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 yeah. You know, you, you're you're making a very smart, uh, creative decision right yeah. now. I could stick on this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, why people do what they do? How do they do it? You know, what are the triggers? How do they even get to the point where they think about this? How many people don't even think about this? Who thinks about it all the time? Yeah. Why did I spend my ages eight to sixteen? having a recurring nightmare every three days that my mm. family had a reunion in Russia and the plane would crash. Is why? that real? That's real. I'm trying to give you some new info. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why, why, what was the logic between the three members, and it was always three other members but me, that survived? Sometimes my Aunt Valya, sometimes mm. <laughs> my Uncle Misha, sometimes yeah. my dad, sometimes my mom. Like, that's just fascinating to me. Like, the brain, the operating system of us is just incredible. Mm. It's true. But I've always had a very weird and intimate relationship with, I mean, I talk about death a lot. Yeah. Like, to the point where, right, Seth? Yeah, it's to yeah. The, I talk about death a lot by like common standards. You saw that my mom, man. She's, <laughs> she I tells hope she's me that a thousand every day. because she's, I'm like, she does it out. every day. Good. I like that because <laughs> how old is she? Uh, almost 60. Like, good, good. Because yeah. like one of the things that definitely freaks me out about talking about death all the time is like, oh, that must mean I'm going to go early. Like, you yeah, know, like, yeah. like, you know. 
No, it's it's a kind of a, a depressing thing to talk about, but it's it's real life as well. So you, it's a it's, driver. It's an engine yeah. for me. I do think about it. I'm sure you saw the clip, or maybe you didn't. But like when somebody rolled up on me, you're gonna die, right? Like yeah. I believe in that. And like so, do I think that like if you told me tomorrow it's a week away, would I do the normal stuff? Of course not. I would definitely like go mm. to Vegas and like spend time <laughs> with my family, or like jump <laughs> off a bridge, or like da, da 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 da. But like the reality is, we are all living in the reality of our of what we believe is happening. Yeah. And um, and that's it. Yeah. Um, kind of taking that one step further, I'm just thinking about mindset here. Um, you've talked a lot about depression yep. recently. Yeah. Or you've touched on it. I've Maybe not a it. lot. Yeah, I've touched and on it. And you've talked about the need for us to talk about that in our space, yes. whether that's startup world, tech world, yes. business, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's touch on that for a minute. Let's. So... The reason uh, I was having to think about this last night and, you know, first of all, maybe let's just set the tone for someone who hasn't heard you talk about that first. Let's do that. What What is your take on the current problem we have in in the entrepreneurial space anyway, where people aren't ready for the reality and of entrepreneurship? My problem is that there's an awful lot of attention on Instagram and other social networks and 99% of the messaging is about watches yeah. and and you know, pretty girls on swan balloons in the pool and champagne popping yeah. and private jets and uh, and elaborate vacations and trips with your girls. Yeah. And, uh, you know. A highlight reel. A highlight reel, man. Yeah. And it's just so not even remotely close to the truth. Mm. The truth is almost everybody's going to fail. <laughs> yeah. Almost everybody. And it's super hard. The pressure is real. And there has been some underlining suicide mm. and depression in our space that is never alluded to at all. Yeah. It's just not something we talk about. And um and uh I had a friend who committed suicide who was part of the Las Vegas tech scene. Mm. And that was the first time it kind of like I knew it was happening. I knew there was people that were bullshitting, faking the funk, drinking too much, yeah. doing stuff, you know? The tail the the lightweight signs. Yeah. But you're not sure if it's going over the edge. And that's the there's yeah, a difference. Yeah, I was, you know, you when you don't see, you know, until you see something you don't know. And I, and mm. I didn't know him intimately. I knew in this space I'd go yeah. to I go like I'd see some entrepreneurs in 2009, 10, 11, and I would think that they were like doing the cliché signs of trying to release stress. Mm. Um now you have on top of that a lot of the whole like what I would call party promoting type. Yeah. Like entrepreneurship's cool. Yeah. Like like rappers and models and athletes and club yeah. promoters think on like think I'm cool. That's the crazy yeah. I was about to say <laughs> stupidest. That is literally the craziest <laughs> thing that has happened in my life. Yeah. Um so I understand why it's happening. Um but unfortunately most people are not built out for uh, true entrepreneurship. Yeah. And I think they think that they have to do it mm. or they should do it. And that makes me sad because they could have made a lot of money or been very happy doing something else. Yeah. And I've heard you use a great example if you were the 7th or 8th or 15th of Uber, Snapchat, Facebook, etc. You'd probably be, yeah, you'd be a lot better off in many ways. Yeah, I mean, um, I see a lot of kids who I know were great consultants, could have went to Bain, yeah. then could have been number 39 at Airbnb who would have just crushed it. Yeah. Instead, they started two lousy startups, right? Yeah. They got humiliated internally. Mm. Uh, their family makes fun of them because he or she didn't live up to their mom and dad's careers. Yeah. And they don't know how to handle it mm. because they've had it easy because they're good students. Yeah. And that was the game they played their whole lives. Mm. And uh, they go into a bad place. Yeah. 
and just taking that one step further so i completely agree with you on that um at the same time the more people i've interviewed in this scenario the more i've heard the same message which is entrepreneurship to most people that i would say have been successful quote unquote is being relentless and continuing to go do you know the only way that you can be relentless is yeah. if you love it yeah you can only do it from love not fear yeah you can't be relentless when you're losing over and over and mm. you know it in your heart this is not you and the reason you're doing it is you're ashamed or you want to persevere or yeah. not have the scarlet letter, you'll break. Yeah. The reason entrepreneurs that are successful talk about relentlessness mm. is because they can't do anything else. Yeah. Do you know that I would die mm. if you told me, I would, I would not wait all the way to next Thursday <laughs> and die by Tuesday if yeah. you told me I had to go work somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but but the reason I, I bring that up is Please. because there's a difference between the self awareness to know you're not the CEO type or the founder versus you navigating self doubt. No, I think that's you nailed it. You know what the one you, yeah. where you're going, which is super smart, is this one, which is scary. Mm. Did I give up three months too soon and I would have made it? Yeah. Or would have this never happened anyway? And I'm glad I gave up on it. Yeah, because it's a fine line oh, to me. Because for some, it's a fine line. you know, because there are other people that, you know, what you know, the cliche things. You're not going to make it. You're not going to do this. And then they eventually made it. I work. think. I think you need to look at those people. I think there's telltale signs in their youth yeah. that would have allowed you to believe that they were going to make it. Mm. And that's one thing I worry about. I think. Uh, I think we're not doing enough mapping of somebody's DNA. Yeah when we give the feedback of you're not gonna make it or you are gonna make it. Um, just to, to close out, you know, the w number one thing I hear you talk about is legacy. Yes. Uh, and uh, the thing that I'd like to ask you around that is how that's changed over time. So when you were 10 years ago, maybe let's say, versus now, how has that changed? You've always talked about buying New York Jets. Yeah, the, got, I mean, and you know this, I think yeah. you, you, you clearly have a good read on me. I want to play the game of trying yeah. to buy the Jets yeah. a lot more yeah. than I want to buy the Jets. Complete, yeah. That's just the truth. Yeah. Um, I'm scared that I'm achieving it. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, be careful what you <laughs> wish for kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I think back to like, uh, you know, it was funny. I was talking to this young woman. She was like, I always dreamed about like dating this guy. And then it happened. I was scared. And she was like talking to me like friend. It was yeah. cool. Anyway, nonetheless, same thing with me. Like, I always wanted legacy. I think I, I already have some level of legacy yeah. that is greater than the masses. And I haven't even started. Yeah. So it's changed in this way. I always believed I was going to have it mm. because I always knew I was playing towards it and that it would then be inevitable. Yeah. I'm tasting it right now and I love how it tastes. Mm. And uh, I'm humbled by how delicious it is. Yeah. You know, dude, I don't live a single day of my life that I don't get 20 people mm. telling me that I've made a positive impact on yeah. their life. And some days it's 400. Yeah. And I don't mean I love you Gary V comments on Instagram. Mm. I mean full manifestos and email of deep shit Stories. that just... <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. It's changed because it's become real. And I also know it hasn't even started yet. Mm. 
What about your your family? How how's that impacted? Because ten years ago you didn't, didn't have, have kids. kids, right? Tremendously. I'm so proud on a macro and a micro. I'm pumped that my kids will think about learning how to dribble with their left hand because of me. <laughs> uh, appreciate clams because of me uh become a diehard jets fan because of me but i'm also proud of the way they're going to look at their dad because their sixth grade teacher is going to tell them that her, her dad inspired them to quit a corporate job and teach yeah. like yeah it's cool yeah i think about it in two ways the most important way that we all think about it which is our legacy to them through their my four eyes yeah. of my two children uh, and then just kind of the macro too. Mm. Them being proud of me because I'm trying to do good and yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in a cool spot because smart people realize that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I like the people that think I'm good versus the people that are cynical to me. Yeah. I'm winning with the right people. Yeah. You're the figurehead of VaynerMedia. Yes. And all the businesses that yes. you're involved with. Yes. How do you build a business uh, long run that lives on without you? Um, you know, Richard Branson yeah, has that totally, issue, Steve totally. Jobs. There are other businesses that 100%. have lived on, but it's a different yeah. scenario with a so figurehead like that. I've done it once that. already. I built Wine Library. I mean, my yeah. dad started, no question, but I built what we know today as Wine Library. Yeah. I haven't been active in six years. Um, uh, very easily. Yeah. You build a business, not a house of cards built <laughs> on a charismatic yeah. leader. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's really funny, actually. Yeah. The answer's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't go into, like, I tell every client, no client of VaynerMedia's thinks they're buying Gary. Mm. People think that. Yeah. Because they're not in the meetings with me when I have that opening meeting and I tell them that you're not buying me. Yeah. This is an 800 person, top of the class, double gold standard agency yeah. for the 2020 world. Yeah. You know, maybe we're not a double gold standard for old television and print. <laughs> uh, so we make it perfectly clear who we are. Yeah. That's great. All right, man. Uh, Thank you. Any last words for the audience? Any call to action? Yeah, I mean, or look, anything look, you want yeah, to share? Yeah, of course. You know, if anything was said here that really meant something to you, feel free to hit me up on Twitter, Gary VEE. I'd love to expand on it. I'll do my best. Uh, and I hope something here, yeah. you know, triggered a thought or more importantly, uh, an action. Because yeah. you've had the thought. You didn't need me for the thought. You yeah. needed me for the push. Yeah. And so I hope we did that. That's it, man. Well, I love appreciate me. it, brother. Love you, brother. Take Thank care, you. man. Cheers. Speak to you soon. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.